0: Too cute, too cute, huh? Good morning, and uh, happy Mother's Day to you guys. Uh, I wanted to take a special moment and just thank uh, Mrs. Christina Cho for setting up our whole Mother's booth out front. And so, um, so if you're appreciative, then please use it. Don't walk by it. So make sure to grab those gifts, take pictures and stuff, and so uh, uh, honor her that way. She spent a lot of time and, and uh, just doing that and setting up. So thank you, Christina, for that. Uh, all right, let's shout out this morning. What do we do? We love God and we love others. And what do we say? I love God and I love you. Okay, so bottom line today, there's only one thing I want to do this morning in today's message. The one thing I want to do is let every single one of our moms here at JRC know to like really know at the center of who you are, how important you are, how much you mean to, to me personally, to our church, and how much you mean to your families. And what a, what a blessing you are, 365 days a year. And today is the day that we just recognize that you're amazing all of those other days. So it's not that today is like, a, like oh, this is the one day where we remember you. This is the one day where we honor you. But all 365, we, we remember and we know how valuable and important you are. And, and I think I, I really want to make that case this morning because I, I feel like it's easy for moms to feel overlooked to feel forgotten as a mom, and not from any experience but of my own, but from observation. Um, there's so many things that you do day to day that probably nobody notices. Your kids will never thank you for. Uh, your spouse will never thank you for. Um, and moms do that day in and day out. And so as you do that, I want you to know that you are truly honoring God that you are exemplary in his kingdom. And we're going to see that today. Our series is titled Models, Mentors, and Moms. And we conclude with moms today because you are both role models, someone who we look up to and want to be like, and your mentors, someone who invests time and effort in another person to help them become everything God wants them to be. And so, oh, I think our graphic has popped up here. Uh, I was going to show this graphic uh, as sort of our lead graphic, but I figured half of our people don't know what this meant. And, uh, but I know there's there's a couple of cheesy moms. Uh, uh, I know Susan would love this picture. So um, let's say I'm going to pick on a young person. Do you know who any of these people are, Jamie? No, she doesn't. So that's a youth group. Let's say A college person. Dylan, do you know who any of these people are? The second one, that's uh, some old people, right, who are now passed away, (laughs) half of them. Uh, Okay, so yeah, so this is for you cheesy moms. Um, I know it's a little cheesy, but you can take that off now. What a great way to end our series on models, mentors, and moms. And even like when I put that together, I was like, this is so 80s, right? (laughs) Even my montage there looks like 80s, 90s, and so. Um, What a great way for us to end our series with uh, role models, mentors right here, our Jericho Road Church Moms. And so I'm going to have our moms stand just really fast, and we're going to just applaud and smile at you and look at you. So go ahead and turn around. Moms, bless you. Bless you. Good morning. Bless you. All right. Good job. Love you. Love you. Love you. We appreciate you. And uh, we have a uh, couple of special things this morning. Here's a little special something from our little ones. And so there's a video from our little ones. They have something to say to you moms.
1: It's for a million things she did. Oh, it's only that she's growing old. G is for the tears she shed to see me. H is for her, her heart up here at school. G is for her eyes with
0: love like she is. I only
1: try and write for all
0: of Put them all together and
1: they still
0: love it. A word that means the world. Happy
1: Mother's Day! Happy Mother's Day! Happy Mother's Day!
0: Right, and not to be outdone, our youth group is actually going to come do something and say something for their moms, so uh, I'm going to turn over to Pastor Trevor right here.
1: Hello. Can I have all the youth group kids come up here, please? Come on up. It's uh, Mother's Day, not Isaiah's Day. Okay, sorry. Um, So we have Our youth group kids are going to just say just a quick two-sentence line for their mom and then um, give their mom a flower. And then some of us have cards ready now and some of us will give cards later. So um, for my mom, mom, I love you so much. Thank you for raising me even when I was crazy. And uh, you're the best mom in the world. So now Annalie, come up here. Thank you for encouraging and supporting me, and thank you for guiding me through my spiritual life. There you go. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, thank you for everything. Um, I wouldn't have been able to make it this far without you, so um, thank you. <laughs> um, thank you for. Um, always laughing at my jokes even when they're not funny <laughs> uh, and thank you for being there for me and supporting me
0: Thank you for being such a great model mentor and mom to all of the people in our family so Um, Thank you for guiding me. I really appreciate all the hard work you've done in my life. Oh, too good, too good. So in our series we have been uh, talking about moms and models and mentors, but really uh, moms is our today's. They invest themselves so much in, in their kids. It reminds me of when Jesus said this thing uh, as recorded by his disciple Matthew. Jesus said this, he said, The king will reply, Truly I tell you, whatever you did for the least of these of uh, brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. Jesus says, Whatever you've done for the least of these, you've done for me. And there can't be any more least of these persons than a baby. Right? From his or her conception, the baby just sucks nutrients directly from the mom. And the baby gets dibs on nutrients. They get it first to the detriment of the mom. They, they take all the nutrients. And then as the baby grows inside, it plays stretch a belly with mom's skin and her internal parts and displaces organs. And those things never quite return back to normal. And then uh, uh, once the baby is born, the baby cries all the time then it eats, and then it cries some more, and then occasionally it sleeps for a whole two hours or even 45 minutes, and then it cries some more, then it poops, then it cries. They don't do anything. They cannot contribute in any way. Talk about the least of these. They're not helpful in any way at all, a little baby. And how does mom respond to this kind of thing? She says, How beautiful, how adorable, how cute. I love them. How sweet. And she has tears of joy for her baby. Now, dads have tears too, but they're not usually of joy. (laughs) I'm just kidding a little. Like I, I love my kids. But my wife loves my kids, like different. I love them. They're, they're cool. They're fine. They're great. They're wonderful and amazing. But she loves them way differently than I do. In a way, in a just deeper, um, just a deeper way. And she cares about all the little things of their life, and I don't really care that much about the little things of their life. And she is fully, wholly invested in them, and that's how moms work. Christian moms, they take on the added responsibility and the burden of looking after the spiritual needs of their kids as well, in addition to everything else that they look after. The Apostle Paul, he noticed a mom's influence on his favorite student's life. His favorite student was Timothy, and he noticed this. And he writes it, actually, in 2 Timothy 2, he writes, I'm reminded of your sincere faith, he's talking to Timothy, which first lived in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice and I am persuaded now lives in you also and then he goes on to say but as for you continue in what you have learned and what you have become convinced of because you know those from whom you learned it and how from infancy you've known the holy scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation Through faith in Christ Jesus. So this is a beautiful example of a role model and mentor in a mother. And it happens twice. First, Lois to her daughter Eunice, and then then Eunice to her son Timothy. The faith being passed down from mother to child, mother to child. Faith first lived in mom, and then it's seen copied in the children. And there's this really cool phrase, lived in. He says, which first lived in your grandmother, The faith lived in. That's a really neat phrase, that faith is her lived-in reality. It's not something she adds on. It's not like sort of a perfunctory piece. It's not a a separate part of her. It is her lived-in reality. And that's how moms as mentor role models and spiritual examples work. They walk in faith in this lived-in reality. It reminds me of one of uh, Pastor Jimmy's favorite things to say. He always says, uh, uh, faith is caught, not taught. So it's seen in example rather than just simply told about. So moms, live in that faith. Allow your faith to be evident to all. In all you do, in how you act, in how you love, uh, in, in how you live, laugh, and love. You know, mom's favorite wall quote, right? In all you do, allow your faith to shine through. Now notice when this happened for Timothy back in our verses. It says, for Timothy, this was happening. You learned about it from when you were in infancy. You were being taught the Holy Scriptures. He was shown the Scriptures from the time he was a baby. And then he watched amazing examples, and he was encouraged through the Word. And it reminds me a lot of our Jericho Road church moms, who, are, like, I know you constantly pray over your kids. You pray with them at night. You pray with them during the day. You pray with them on your free prayer time. You make sure they get to Sunday school. You make sure they're coming out to church. You're reading the Bible with them. Probably one of the first books you had, I bet, in most of our families was like that easy reader Bible or something, and you were going through those things with your kids. And, and our moms have joined the powerful legacy of Eunice and Lois as role models and examples and spiritual inputters into your kids. And, and I say thank you as your pastor and as someone who looks over your souls and the souls of our young persons as well. Thank you for doing such a good job in investing spiritually, in letting your faith be lived out right in front of them. I love it and I'm so excited. You've obeyed this word that's in the proverb. There's this proverb that's really famous about kids and it says train up the, the child in the way they should go and, and when he's old, he'll not depart from it. And moms are important trainers of their children. And it, and it may seem that your kids aren't listening. And it, it may seem that they're not even watching or paying attention, but they are. I want you to check out this video right here.
1: My mom would be at all my sporting events. Let's say I was playing football, okay? My mother would be on the sidelines, and if the play on the field started going one way, my mother would run along like, Mike, get him, get him! I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'd get in the huddle with the other guys. they go, Mark, is that your mother? i go, no, I never saw her before in my life. See, <laughs> the greatest gift my mother ever gave me. She believed in me. I have overdosed on drugs on three occasions where I should have been dead. But I believe I was kept here for a reason. My friends would drive me home at 2, 3, 4 in the morning. We'd be drunk and high, laughing in the car. We'd pull up in front of my house in New York. they go, Mark, Mark. The light's on, I go, oh man, my mother's up. See, my mom wouldn't go to bed until she knew her son was still alive. I'd walk in, she'd say, hi Mark, how was your night? I go, good, Mom, I'm just gonna go to bed. She goes, can I, can I talk to you for a minute? I go, Mom, I'm tired, I'm just gonna go to bed. She goes, Mark, I haven't seen you all day and all night. Can I please talk to you? I said, man, just leave me alone, you bug me. I'd slam my bedroom door on the one person who believed in me. I was on a worldwide tour and we were wrestling overseas in Japan. After my wrestling match, I went upstairs in my hotel room and I fell asleep. There was a knock at my door at three o'clock in the morning. I got out of bed and I looked through the safety window and I could see it was a Japanese promoter. So I opened the door and he said, Mark, you need to call home. There's been an emergency. I went and got on the hotel room phone. I called back to the United States and said, hey, what's going on? I said, Mark, I don't know how to tell you this. I said, just tell me what happened. They said, Mark, your mother died. I just threw the phone down. I ran out of my hotel room. I took the elevator to the lobby. And when the doors opened up, I just ran out into the street. I mean, there was no cars, there was no people. It's three o'clock in the morning. And I walked down the middle of a street in Hiroshima, Japan. And I remember looking up and just saying, mom I am so sorry I flew home for her funeral and I was so nervous to walk up to her casket so I just stood way in the back and I kept looking from a distance I kept thinking to myself "Mom, please wake up please get up and then I finally got the nerve to walk up to her and as I got closer I could see my mom for the first time I mean she was so beautiful she, she was dressed in white. I mean, she looked like an angel. And I just stood over it. I said, Mom, you are my hero. Everything I am, everything I hope to be was because of you. You loved me so much. You gave me a life. You're the only one that ever believed in me. If you have a mother or a father, when you go home, tell them how much you love them.
0: that's super sad, but notice that what his mom said to him, and how she loved him, it it mattered. It may not have seemed like it, as she was going through all that kind of stuff, but it mattered. And, and moms, it may, there may be times in your life where it seems impossible, or maybe it will seem like your kid is really messing up, or they're not listening to you, or or they got all sorts of attitude. But trust the word of wisdom that comes from Proverbs, that as you train that child up in the way they should go, they're not going to depart from it. Trust that that's an accurate word from God, and that your influence is felt more than you even know. After my parents were divorced, my mom, uh, she had never had a job before, um, I mean, just a couple of part-time jobs, but she had just gotten married right out of high school, and and she had, uh, um, she had to get, after the divorce, she had to get a full-time job. And then she decided to be a, a great example to us. And she went back to college and put herself through college and then put herself to, through graduate school. And And her four kids had all various levels of rebellion and I'm sure angst that we caused her and all sort of kind of stuff. Um, and I'm certain that Often she felt like her kids were going to be so screwed up and <laughs> they were going to be so messed up, you know. Uh, the amount of trouble and, uh, that we caused her, it must have seemed like there was no hope at all. But uh, the training she gave while we were all young and the example she showed us really came to fruition as we became older. And uh, all of my siblings, they work hard, they love their families, they care about God. Because our mom's training and example. And that can, that influence isn't just, just for a moment. It, it continues even as I'm an older adult. The hard work of motherhood is for a lifetime. But the really cool part is that it's Christ's call for you. In Acts it says this, In everything I did I showed you that by this kind of hard work we must help the weak. Remembering the words of, of the, the Lord Jesus himself who said it is more blessed to give then receive. I'm reminded of this. I, there's a cartoon I saw, this picture right here about moms, that this is a permanent, never ending job. <laughs> Let's give you a second to read that. Yeah, so so true, right? Uh, Mothers Incorporated, only day off is Mother's Day, and then it's probably not. You're going to be working today. We love you, but you still have to hold the family together. Otherwise, it will go to shambles. You know, There may be laundry that I don't know how to do for my kid. There may be all sorts of stuff that I'm not available, you know, even as a fairly good husband and dad. But there's stuff my wife only knows how to do. And so moms are the greatest givers on the planet. Now, the verse that we were looking at, it doesn't say that you will always feel blessed, that you'll always feel more blessed to give than receive, but it says that you are more blessed to give than receive, and I think mothers are the perfect example of this. And the last thing I'd like you to hear this morning is about whom you are really serving Moms. In Matthew, it says this, Therefore, whoever takes the lowly position of this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. Moms do this on the regular. Take a position that's lower than their own child. Whoever takes the lowly position of even below that child, Matt, how many times have moms stooped down and picked up vomit or poop or all sorts of stuff? They, were, they got even lower than their own kid. And and Jesus says, every time that you're doing that, you're doing it for me. Every time you pack a lunch and there's not even a thank you for it, you're doing it for me. Every time you serve one of these, even the lowest person's like a child, you're you're serving me. Whoever welcomes one welcomes me. And though you do things for the benefit of your kids, I want you to know that it is that it is critically important that you realize this is a spiritual adventure. Everything that you do is is an exaltation of Christ as you're serving your kids, as you're doing the thing that you love to do. Don't ever think that that thing's not spiritual, that those little things that you do, the the drop-offs and the pickups and all the little things, those are incredibly spiritual, and those are offerings to God, every bit of them. In fact, Jesus says that you're, you're actually being the greatest in the kingdom every time you serve your child. Every time that you wipe up after them or, or get on them to finish their homework or every time that you, you give them a kiss or pray for them at bedtime, it is a benefit to them, but it really is a worship and an offering to God. And I want you to realize that every, every time you're doing stuff this week or if you think back about you know, your kids, maybe they're getting older, you don't get to do that much little stuff for them. All the things you've done in your life as a mom is a glorifying honor to God himself. At its core, it's a love offering to God. Now, it's given to your children, but it's an incredibly spiritual undertaking that each of you moms have done. And your everyday motherhood is an act of worship in and of itself. And so we're going to close a little bit different as the praise band does come up. Um, I'd like you to take a moment and... Pray for your mom right now. So if your mom is here, if you're a kid and your mom is in the building, I'd like you to go over to your mom, put your arms around her, and pray for her. Now, if you have three kids, I want three separate prayers, and I want them out loud one at a time. Okay? So your mom gets three prayers if she's put up with three of you. And so find your mom, a four or five, however many, I don't know who's our biggest family, you know. So find your mom, go over to her. There'll be a little movement right now because they're not always sitting by them. Now, if your mom is not here, I'd like you to pray for her, even from afar. And just take a minute, uh, and and we're going to pray for our moms. And if your mom has passed away, um, I'd like you to take a time to just remember all the amazing things about her and just to take a time in your own heart and honor your mom. And so we're going to go ahead and do those kind of prayer things right now, if you'd do that.